0: And we're back. This is CS Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode for season 11, more type comparisons. We have 2.5 seasons of type comparisons to go. And then I've practically covered all of the relevant uh, seasons uh, or relevant content, uh, relevant episodes, relevant combinations of type comparisons. But tonight I am very excited to be doing this comparison. I've been waiting to do it for a while and I am extremely happy to be able to do it for y'all tonight because it is the ISTJ versus the INTJ. And funny enough, I actually read in the comments earlier on this channel that it was actually like requested by people. So I know that people will be getting a use out of it because it's like, Hey man, I don't know if I'm an ISTJ or I don't know if I'm an INTJ and I like really need to figure that out, bro. And I'm like, okay, yeah, man, I got your back. We're gonna do this, so don't worry about it. We're going to be, you know, covering the library of Alexandria versus the Jack of all trades, master of all, because The Jack of all trades, master of none does not exactly apply to the INTJ. They're like the only type that can be the Jack of all trades and master all of it. So we're gonna be finding out why. But first, let us also inform you all that we have a new giveaway. Awesome, a new round of the giveaway. It is totally dope to be able to do the giveaway. And what are we giving away? We are giving away a copy of People Patterns by Stephen Montgomery, PhD. This is a very useful book and it helps teach you about the temperaments and how to identify people's temperaments. We've been talking about this already within season 15, specifically episode nine, which covers Stephen Montgomery's uh, content, but guess what? That's only like this much of the book, right? So there's a lot more content in here. I disagree with a lot, if not most of the content in the latter half of the book. It is still useful and could be, you know, a thing that you would be interested in. And at a minimum, you also get to hear it from the man himself instead of, like, you know, me when it comes to talking about the temperament matrix, which we have in season 15, episode 9. If you have not seen season 15, what are you doing? You probably should check that out and season 2 while you're at it because those two seasons help you figure out how to tie yourself and others. So, be you know someone who can master the type grade and the temperament matrix, watch those two playlists here on this YouTube channel, get this book. So all you have to do is be a subscriber to the channel, leave a like and leave a comment on this lecture. And this is our new round of the giveaway, this book. We're also gonna be giving away other things outside of books in the near future as well, just to kind of spice things up and keep things going. But don't worry, there's always more coming. I only have over 800 lectures planned. (laughs) So I have a lot more to get out. And uh, yes, it just seems that the lecture count just keeps growing and growing and growing as I continue to get emails and requests all the time, but that's okay. I'm not really planning on doing anything else in my life for the next, you know, 10 years because (laughs) all I'll just be doing is doing YouTube lectures. And hey, you know, I mean, if I decide to, uh, you know, not have a day job anymore, instead of just doing like maybe four or five a week, I could probably do maybe 12 to 15 a week. Let's be honest. A lot more lectures could get a lot faster and get through that list and we can get move on to greater and bigger things like you know how to social engineer people or how to type people and get into some of the practical application content. But right now, we are doing and trying to complete the educational content even though i keep adding additional educational content as we go so i guess it's just going to be forever educational and forever practical application weave together in one giant narrative for all to you know watch and understand and absorb and put into practice etc so with that being said let's dive into the lecture how do istjs compare to intjs so Both of them are the same interaction style. This is what confuses people sometimes. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I'm an ISTJ or I'm an INTJ. It's because they are the same interaction style. They are finishers. They focus on finishing things. They have a really hard time starting new things, but if there's something already going on, they will finish it and they will finish it well. They're all about the finish. Whereas, you know, I'm a starter type, I'm all about the start, but then I fizzle out when it comes to the finish. I mean, just look at me. I keep jumping around between different seasons. You know, I got season 11 and I got, you know, eight, nine, 10 planned already. And then I have like 16 through 19 is a, is a whole nother shot that we haven't even talked about yet or even introduced. And then all of a sudden I'm on season 20 and 21. It's because I am a starter type, right? Sometimes you just fizzle out in the end, but hey, I'm moving forward and I have actually completed some seasons on this channel. And guess what? I do plan on completing all of them. And this is season 11 and we're going to be actually like, you know, completing it. So trying to get through it, actually will get through it. That's what we're doing here. But these two types are finishers. They focus on the finish. They like to see things through. That is what it means to be a finisher. They are both direct, they are both responding and they are movement. Movement is all about having the ability to gain progress, even in the midst of chaos. Direct is that they mean what they say, they say what they mean, and they they don't give you the opportunity to choose your role in the, In the conversation, they're very directive. They're just going to tell you what they need you to do or what they are going to do, for example. Doesn't matter, they are very direct as a result. They say what they mean, mean what they say. It can come off like a lot less words, you know, instead of being super informative, right? That is who they are, okay? So responding, don't forget, that makes them introverts because they prefer people to come to them instead of them having to bother to go to other people that makes them responding, that makes them introverts. So they are see-it-through types and there are four see-it-through types So both these types are two of the see-it-through types and they're both TE parents, which also confuses people as well. Now let's look at their temperament. Their temperaments are different. The ISTJ, ISTJ right here, this temperament is the guardian temperament, also known as the SJ temperament, guardian according to Plato, because I'm sorry, David Kearcy, you got your theory from Plato. Plato, and you're just building upon it, just like Stephen Montgomery is building upon it, just like Dr. Linda Behrens is building upon it. But still, as far as we know, the furthest back in terms of the chain of custody of this science, as far as temperaments go, it is all about Plato. It came from Plato, and then Aristotle ran with it, and then Hippocrates ran with it, and then all of a sudden it got to Keirsey, and then Montgomery, and then Linda Behrens, and now here we are today. Then you have this weird dude on YouTube called C.S. Joseph talking about it. Well, who'd have thunk? Anyway, the point is, is that temperaments are different. They are past-focused, they are duty-based. ISTJs never do what they want, they do what they should do. Whereas conversely, the INTJs are all about what they want, right? And they are focused on being future theoretical uh, thinkers, very ingenious, they are very ingenious things. That's how their intuition is used, it's ingenuity, ingenuity. And that is everything that the INTJ is. They are ingenious, whereas the ISTJ is not. They're very dutiful. They're very sensible, very sensible kind of person, right? And that's how they they work out together. That's how they make sense uh, with each other. And uh, oh, by the way, you know, not exactly the most compatible of the two with each other. But hey, they can actually have pretty good shoulder to shoulder here and there. And we'll talk about later in subsequent compatibility videos in the future. But until then let's focus on what we're doing here comparing the two of them right so now it's time for cognitive functions so we have introverted sensing hero and what's great about introverted sensing hero if I can actually find a color that's really good with you know marking stuff up here that's kind of like the opposite of that color I think I will choose blue blue I choose you you know like Pokemon blue I love Pokemon blue when it came out it was the dopest. I definitely like, you know, hacked it and got the missing number Pokemon, if you know what I mean. And I also got Mew and like, I was the only one who had Mew out of all my friends, which means I was like automatically, you know, the coolest. So whatever. And I totally like kicked their ass too when I would like fight them and whatnot with a little Game Boy hookup. It was the dopest. Anyway, ISTJ, so SI here is very important. Introverted sensing is all about a person's source of discipline, self-discipline. They're all about what they should do. You have to tell an ISTJ what they should do. You have to obligate the ISTJ in order to motivate them. It is the exact opposite with the INTJ. The INTJ is all about what they want. Introverted intuition is willpower. It's about what they want. So what does that mean? You have discipline right here. I'm just gonna write it in here for everyone. Makes sense. And then we have over here, introverted intuition. Guess what introverted intuition and willpower give you? They give you focus, right? And INTJs are laser focused. They are literally walking sniper rifles. Yes, that's what they are. All about focus. Whereas it's all about discipline with the ISTJ, where they have absolute self-mastery and they can actually reach that point to self-mastery because they do what they should, versus the INTJ who does what they want. A very different approach. And they do it heroically. It is the apex of their conscious mind, also known as the ego, being that it's you know in the apex, etc apex of the conscious mind. It's the point of their head where they are, it's the first gateway into the ego and it is where a person is their most comfortable and their most comfortable state within their cognition. It is within their hero function and it's because they are heroic and able to, you know, accomplish things. But I mean, you know, it's too bad, you know, we're only mortal men because it's not a God function, for example, or even a demigod function, you know, more on those later, anyway. Gosh, I'm gonna get a lot of comments about that and I'm sorry, I'm not really going to be talking about that anytime soon, so just fair warning. Uh, Anyway, uh, so introverted sensing, uh, hero, um, all about the past, they have insane long-term memory, okay? ISTJs can remember everything, and I mean literally everything. They can, anything they research, They're gonna remember it because they have this ability to create reference points in their head and they see the patterns and everything to the point where they have this insane, prescient, predictive capability. And they could literally predict the fabric of culture as it moves over time. This is like literally uh, the same thing as like, you know, this character named Hitomi in this anime called Escaflone. And like, she could like predict stuff. I mean that she's like totally an ISTJ, by the way. I mean, did you like not know that? Well, now you do. The point is ISTJ, Introverted Sensing Hero, it's all about the past. It is the, it's the mind's capability to access long-term memory. It is literally a hard drive. Whereas, extroverted Sensing on the INTJ side, right here, is all about short-term memory access. Their mind is able to access short-term memory a lot easier than long-term memory. And that can make the INTJ forgetful, but hey, if they keep notes, it's not a problem. But here's the thing, if they have you know, totems, physical objects, They can imprint upon with their mind, imprint physical objects with actual memory. So if they pick up a physical object, it's like psychometry, it's like a superhero power. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin for mentioning that over and over and over again. Anyway, psychometry is just like psychometry and they can extract memory out of physical objects. That's why they put up reminders. They put up, um, you know, rings, jewelry, pictures, Uh, All of those things are very helpful in reminding them of experiences that they've had in the past because they're literally storing their memory in the physical environment. That's what expert sensing is all about. It's also about giving other people memories or sharing memories with other people, right? It's not about experiencing a memory for yourself. It's about sharing memories with somebody and making memories with somebody else, etc. You know, I was kind of like doing a rubber rubber chicken movement there with my head. It was kind of weird, but I mean, I'm sure we're gonna get some amazing meme about that later. The point is, INTJs are all about giving other people a good experience. They're all about giving others a good sensation. That's why technically INTJs are the funniest of all the types. I mean, they're really super hilarious with their ESFP subconscious. If you know that you're really good at jokes and you're really good at trolling people, chances are you're not an ISTJ. Chances are you're actually, you know, the ESFP subconscious INTJ. That's like one of the big differences guys Funny, not so funny. Hilarious, not really. So if you know you're hilarious or if people say that you're hilarious, yeah, that one, not that one. That's okay because guess what? The ISCJ's subconscious, the ENFP subconscious actually goes even further. How are they able to do that? Because they're able to get over their fear because guess what? A person's fear exists in their inferior function. How, why? Well, because they remember everything. And because they remember everything, they're able to predict things. And because they know all the stuff that has happened, it makes them naturally insecure about what might happen. Because from the ISCJ standpoint, their mind literally follows the first law of time. And I quote, all that has happened before will happen again. That is like so Battlestar Galactica. And I always love talking about that. I mean, who didn't like watching that show? Except for the fact that, you know, physics sucked on that show. Thank God we have that show called The Expanse to, you know, kind of really teach us how to do it right in terms of like sci-fi productions. Thank you. I mean, the show even has 100% of rotten tomatoes. And if you haven't watched that show and you watch sci-fi, you might want to figure that out at a minimum by the books. So then you can like figure out what Game of Thrones in space really is where the other character in the room is just gravity or the lack thereof, anyway. They are afraid of what might happen. They are afraid of the intentions of other people. They are afraid of what people might do before they do it. And that fear causes them to make decisions differently. So expert intuition. But if they can get over their fear, if they realize that, you know what? Yeah, bad things may happen. They at least start predicting and they end up having some amazing predictive capability and combined with the morals of their FI child, they can unlock the advocate and start advocating advocating for proper thinking and increasing the intelligence of other people basically means they can make others smarter. This is awesome. This gives the ISTJ with their built in library of Alexandria, the ability to increase the intelligence of other human beings. That is the dopest, I love that. Well, guess what, INTJs can do that too from practical strategies, by developing strategy and those strategies they can give and use for themselves and be successful and give to other human beings and they can be successful and it also makes them smarter. It's just a different application. Whereas this is all about predicting what may happen ahead of time. And of course, you know, ISTJs because they're TE parent. You know, they have this risk where it's like, you know, constantly cite your sources. And if you don't cite, if you're not able to cite sources, I automatically like, you know, ignore you even though what you're saying might actually be true. But because you haven't cited a source, I'm not going to listen to you. I really hate that. Like seriously, ISTJs, stop doing that. I mean, if it's logical, you might want to consider it might be true. Did you know that there's a such thing, ISTJs, as an original idea? Original ideas still exist to this day. Not 100% of everything is like documented. So maybe you should get off your high horse and your high mountain and realize that not everyone's going to be able to cite their sources. They might actually be a genius in front of you for once. Like, come on, wake up. Like, if you know it's possible, you know it's possible because you're aware of metaphysics, you're aware of the what if, you are aware of the possible, it might be possible that the person in front of you might actually be telling you a fact that may actually be true, but not able to cite it because they haven't been published themselves yet. Just because it's not published doesn't mean it's not true, ISTJs. I get that you wanna be the librarian and you wanna be able to categorize all human knowledge in one place and understand it and follow a system because you're safe. You're safe in that system, safe with your SI hero. Oh, I need to be safe. I need to be comfy with my SI hero. Okay, well, if you have to follow that system every time just so you could be comfy, guess what? Every system can be hacked and people are able to then manipulate your knowledge and then your accuracy goes down. Stop expecting everyone to cite their sources and provide references. This goes for all NFPs and all STJs watching this right now. Because guess what? If you rely on that, you rely on the safety of citations and the safety of references and the safety of credentials. You're gonna have like a really crappy life, let's be honest. Wake up, realize the truth. The truth is is that original ideas exist and guess what? Anyone can have an original idea. So that means you have to be open to it. I am dropping more pens, but good thing I got spares. Anyway, so understand they get afraid of what other people's intentions are. This is why they need to be comfortable at all times. If you're in a relationship with an ISTJ, seek to make them as comfy as possible and always state your intentions. That way they do not feel secure, insecure around you or unsafe around you because ISTJs need to be safe. They need to feel safe. It is different with INTJs, actually, You want to give the INTJ the opportunity to make you comfortable because they have this insane performance anxiety, okay? The performance anxiety is that they feel that they're not going to give you a good experience all the time. They are afraid of giving you a bad experience. This is what causes INTJs to think more about sex than actually having sex. So guess what I do? If I'm with an INTJ woman, and don't get me wrong, I love being with INTJ women. Uh, you know, I come up behind her when she's focused on doing something. Cause she's got an NI hero, you know And she's like super focused on doing something. Maybe she's cooking or whatever And I'm gonna come up right behind her I'm gonna put my arms around her and I'm going to you know Nestle in right behind her ears. We, we, we probably wouldn't even like even laid together even one time We've like never even been physical with each other It could have been like, you know, a few dates in or whatever I haven't even gotten a home plate if you know what I mean And I come up right behind her and I'm holding her like that and I whisper in her ear and I'm like, it's okay. I don't think it's actually possible for you to give me a bad experience. You already give me such great sensations as it is. You already make me feel so comfortable as it is. I don't think it's possible for you to make me uncomfortable, especially in the bedroom. And it takes all that fear away from them. And then they're absolutely comfortable. And then they're actually interested in actually having sex instead of being afraid of sex. And then guess what? Because the fear is gone. Essie Inferior is like literally a soprano in the bedroom. It's dope. Okay? so. You just have to tell the INTJ that you are comfortable with them. And if you need someone to be comfortable with you so that you can be comfortable yourself, guess what? Chances are you're the INTJ and not the ISTJ because the ISTJ needs to be comfy first. Whereas the INTJ doesn't care about their comfort. They care about your comfort. That is one of the biggest differences, guys. That's what it's supposed to be. So. I see inferior, performance anxiety, afraid of giving other people a bad experience, Ni Hero, all about what they want. They have the highest willpower. They can literally will themselves through any situation. Whereas the ISTJ can literally endure any situation with the Si Hero. The ISTJ can outlast anything and everything. Guess what? The INTJ can will themselves through anything and find a path and always make it through every single time. Just like Goku said in Dragon Ball Z, where there's a will, there's a way. And guess what? That's how INTJs work where there's a will, there's a way. And they're definitely going to get there. They always do. This is why even though I have extroverted intuition hero and I can change their path, I could change the fate of the INTJ. They're anti-hero because it's an introverted function because it's a source function. Whereas extroverted intuition is not a source function because it's more out there and it's not coming from within, it's coming from without. Technically the INTJ has the advantage over me because it's an introverted, it's a source function, which means no matter how much I try to divert their path or change their faith, they still have the choice at the end of the day to do what they want to do at the end of the day. Just like the architect said in the matrix reloaded talking to Neo, the problem is choice. And they always have a choice because NI hero means they have the choice. That's how powerful NIHero hero is. They can literally will their way through anything. Where there's a will, there's a way. So we talked about the hero functions and the inferior functions. Now here's what they really have in common. Those things were really differences. Now we're gonna talk about what they have in common. Extraverted thinking parent. They, you These two walk into a room and they instantly know what everybody else is thinking. Instantly know what everyone else is thinking. They're always aware of what everyone else is thinking. And because of that, they, can have, they have really good reference points. They, they, they're all about uh, rational thinking and they are able to look at data and manipulate data and understand data and create good decision-making as a result of looking at the data, as a result of looking at the statistics, right? It's very important. As a result, both of these two are able to do some insanely good analysis. That's why both of these two are, especially the ISTJ, the ISTJ is really good at being a lawyer and an accountant. Why is it? Because the process is the same every single time. And they're really comfortable with the process being the same every single time. Strategies, they're not processes or routines. I mean, creating strategies could be a process or a routine, but the strategy themselves could be a different process or a different routine every single time, right? So the INTJ ends up adapting more so to that situation. Whereas the ISTJ is more used to doing the same thing over and over again. This is why they're very good at being lawyers and they're very good at being even doctors and they're very good at being accountants because everything follows a process, right? Now, let's be honest. Do I really think ISTJs are good doctors? Not really actually, because again, that whole inability or that difficulty with them recognizing an uh, an original idea and then running with it and being willing to take a risk on, an, on a, uh, an original idea, especially in the medical field, which where someone's life could be at risk and then putting them up to a lot of liability. Probably not because there's no type more aware of liability than the ISTJ. They're all about liability and li- liability avoidance, right? And ISTJ more than anyone else on this earth is aware that in the United States of America, they're probably breaking a law just by breathing or walking down the street because in the United States of America, there's so many laws and they're being broken all the time. Everyone is so ignorant of the law that no one even knows what laws they're breaking. I mean, in some states it's illegal to purchase a mattress on Sunday, right? So let's be honest, okay? Does that mean it's enforced? Well, shouldn't all laws be enforced? Cause that sucks because if all laws are not enforced, it's just like, oh, we're just gonna choose when we enforce the laws so that if we like you, we're not going to enforce that law and you're good. But if we don't like you, we're definitely going to enforce that law and get you out of our hair because you're unpopular with us or our political party. And that just allows favoritism and the law to be used as a weapon in that way. When in reality, maybe we should just like get rid of the laws that we don't enforce. That'd be nice. Oh, but no, we can't do that. We have to continue to show favoritism, especially politically here in the United States of America. I mean, we're really a great model for the rest of the world with our government. Yeah! No, actually, it's a total shit show. No, 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 you have to understand, we have to get our heads out of our rears and understand that we need to utilize some strategy, okay? If you do what you've always done, you will always get what you've always had. And that's not a dig on ISTJs, it's just that ISTJs need to realize that if you're going to be the keeper of the Library of Alexandria, if you're gonna be a keeper of law, if you're going to be a keeper of health, if you're gonna be a a keeper of of finances, because that's what ISTJs are, they're keepers. If you're gonna be a keeper, like a bookkeeper and do that, It's your responsibility to make sure that things are new and fresh and that you are listening to other people's ideas, even if they're original ideas, or even if you can't tell if they're original or not. You need to constantly increase the new, increase the inner library of Alexandria. You need to read. Both these types need to read, but ISTJs need to read and give themselves new ideas. But guess what, INTJs, when they read, they get insanely powerful, super, super powerful. In the same way that the ISTJs get super powerful by remembering everything, the INTJ is literally capable of mastering any and every skill. They can master all skills. And it's not to the point where they are jack of all the trades, masters of none, Uh uh-uh. They can actually, this is the one type that breaks the mold where they can literally learn any skill and be a master at that skill. Frank Abignell, as an IMTJ, he actually became a lawyer. He social engineered his way to pretend to be a doctor and he got away with doctoring for so long. For example, he just pe- picked a role and fulfilled the role as it was necessary because he was constantly on the run because you know he was like screwing people by stealing money from them consistently by doing bounce checks over and over and over and he just stayed ahead of the authorities for many, many years until he finally got caught by the FBI and then he ended up starting working for the government, helping them to uh, you know, find other people who were also doing the same crimes that he was. For example, that's Frank Abagnale and that's how he did it. INTJs can literally learn any skill and they do it with TE Parent. They're just able to absorb the reference material in the same way that ISTJs are and able to create strategies and skills for themselves that they can call on at any moment. It is awesome. Both of these types have FI Child. FI Child means they have a moral compass. They are aware of morality. I don't know how many times people have said that both these types are absolute horrible people, maybe even narcissistic, maybe even socially inept, constantly calling them Mr. Faux-Pas, Miss Faux-Pas over and over and over again. These two types are the types that will follow you into the restroom and have a conversation with you in the restroom, even though they have no business being in the restroom themselves, and you're just sitting there taking a dump in the stall and they're still talking to you about work. Literally, these two types have no social norm awareness as a result, and because of that, they're at risk making that decision. More so with the INTJ. Why is that? Well, because the ISTJ has SI Hero, and SI Hero can remember all past failures a lot easier. Past social failures, and they're aware of those failures, so they know when to stop themselves before and ergo prevent a problem. INTJs don't have that issue, and they're at risk of causing more social faux pas over time. That is a serious issue. Realize. The risk, if you're constantly doing social faux pas, it's because you're probably an INTJ. And if you're not remembering all the ones that you did before and staving yourself from it, you're probably, you know, not an ISTJ or maybe you are if you are doing that, so. But it all comes from Effie Trickster. Why is that? Because both these types are unaware of ethics. They are unaware of how other people feel. They are unaware of the value judgments of other people because both these types are aware of their personal value judgments, what they value. Their mind only has enough room in their head to keep track of what they value themselves. It's not about what other people value to them, right? I'm all about what other people value. And that's why when I'm around these two, I make them with my FE child, I make FI child feel good about itself and feel valued, right? And then I know that they value me and my input and what I think because they're constantly asking me what I think about stuff, right? That's literally how our cognition fits together. Who'd to thunk? But, well, I mean, I did. So the point is ISTJs, INTJs, they are, they both suffer from that issue. And it's kind of more of a problem with INTJs than ISTJs because ISTJs can acclimate with their SI hero. Whereas NI hero can't really acclimate that well because their SI is actually their demon, which is their lowest awareness. Both these types have TI critic. This is why <laughs> both these types, but especially ISTJ are kind of resistant to original ideas. The IGJ less so because they're very abstract. They're very they're focused on the what if, constantly with their temperament, the NT, also known as the intellectual. It's the abstract. It is the one of the abstract temperaments. It's focused on the what if. So they are not only able to produce original ideas with their ENTP shadow, but they're able to execute and take original ideas and run with them and incorporate those original ideas into their own personal strategies. It is awesome that they're able to actually do that. The thing is though, with the ISTJ, they're kind of more resistant to that because if I've never heard it before, well, that can't be true. And it takes so long for them to acclimate to a new original idea that the idea itself has lost all originality by the time it actually gets to the ISTJ. That can be a problem. And it kind of means the ISTJ will always be behind on the cutting edge. But then again, everyone always needs an accountant. Everyone always needs a lawyer. Everyone always needs a doctor, right? Everyone always needs these traditional roles to be fulfilled. By, you know, the ISTJ <laughs> and the ISTJ will rise to the occasion when that happens. Just be aware of that, right? It's very important that you understand where they're coming from. But they have FI child, and morally speaking, you know, they will see those things through to the end in a moral way, at a minimum. They're not trying to be bad people when they do that, they're trying to stay focused on what's important. But again, they have T.I. Craig. What this does is that because rationale with T parent. They're very focused on their beliefs because their FI child is all about, I feel good about this, what this belief is, this true false belief. TE, rationale, equals belief. It does not equal true false. That's TI, TI equals true false awareness. TE equals belief, belief awareness. It's what they believe because in the absence of communication or explanation, Perceptions become reality. It's all about what you believe. It's all about what you think. It's not about what's necessarily true or false. As long as that person believes this one thing, I'm good to go. TI critic, thank God these types, even though they're so focused on their personal belief system that they have for themselves and what they believe, they have TI critic. And TI critic will verify their beliefs. This is why the ICJ asks you to cite your sources and provide source material because they cannot, TE parent, both these types cannot allow themselves to believe what you are saying, unless it's backed up by something because TI critic is demanding verification. Even if it's an original idea, they need to verify that what you're saying is actually true in order for them to believe it because once these two types believe something, they will fight for it to their grave. That's why. So TI critic exists to verify all the beliefs and verify all the new information. And it takes so much longer for these types to verify that new information, more so the ISTJ though. And because of that need for verification, then once they have verified, yes, I think this is true. I know it is true. I've talked to other people. I've looked at other sources. I've read all those, uh, the citations, gone to the bibliography, looked at other sources, all this reference material. And yes, I know this is true. Now I can believe it and it becomes part of their belief system and they will defend their belief system to their grave. It means everything to them, their belief system because they have to be responsible with their beliefs and they understand that everyone else in the world is irresponsible with their beliefs. And that's why they have to go so far to verify everything over and over and over. Verification is everything to these people because they can't believe something unless they verified it first. Now, that's not to say that Immature INTJs or immature ISTJs are not at risk of not verifying their beliefs. And then when they're really young, they just start believing things and they can be very gullible as a result, which leads, especially INTJs, into an era of paranoia. ISTJs don't have that as much because they're already afraid and already pessimistic of other people's you know, intentions and what people might do. So they don't really worry about that as much but the INTJ with NE nemesis absolutely worries about the intentions of other people. And they have to, and it creates a large amount of paranoia because when they're really young, INTJs are actually very gullible. And that gullibility puts them at risk. And then they end up believing people with their TE parent and they don't have that TI critic there to defend them, to verify what they believe. And then as a result, they keep going on with other people and other people are constantly saying what they want all the time. Other people are, you know, uh, intending certain things. And then all of a sudden they become paranoid because they get burned so many times by being gullible. And then that paranoia just grows and they're always like, okay, what's your angle? Like constantly, all right, what do you mean by that? What do you want? Well, what's your intention here? And it's very, very negative. It's because they're trying to protect themselves. They're trying to protect themselves from other people having bad intentions towards them. They're trying to protect themselves from disloyalty because the number one need of the INTJ is SE inferior need for loyalty. Loyalty is everything to the INTJ. If you want them to be with you forever and they are willing to be, it's because you are loyal to them and you need to be absolutely loyal to them. It is very important. Loyalty is everything to the INTJ. So expert intuition nemesis is worried and because INTJs have this, they sometimes assume, wrongfully assume that you have negative intentions or they maybe accuse you of cheating on on them even though you're not, but they're accusing you. Well, you might do it, you know, and that's wrong. And then NTPs like me get to respond with, well, if I'm gonna do the time, I may as well do the crime. So, I mean, they can go too far with that paranoia if they're not careful. Recognize the truth, INTJs. Remember, you're paranoid. I mean, you could push loyal people to the point where they no longer give a damn and they were loyal all along. And then all of a sudden you wake up and realize that you were the one that was wrong. Don't be that guy. I've had that happen to me actually where I've thrown an INTJ out of my life because they kept on assuming, assuming, making assumptions about my intentions. And I'm like, screw you, you're in the dumpster, out. And yeah. I threw her in the dumpster where she belonged and where she will remain because I will have nothing to do with her ever again. I will not be disrespected in that way. What the ISTJ worries about is the physical environment. Uh, They worry, they, so ISTJs, they they could be insane clean freaks, especially ISTJ women. They have a hard time, you know, if they've been married to somebody and then they're single again, And then it's because they're divorced and they have their own place. They have their own house. Everything has its place. Everything has to be perfect. And they have a hard time dating new men because these new men will come in and then dirty up their house. And they hate that. And it drives them insane because they're constantly worried about the physical environment, worried about their uh, personal appearance, worried about the appearance of other people. They'll even like start picking things off of like if there's dog hair or uh, or hair or if there's like schmutz or something that's on the clothing of this other person or if the shoes are not are untied they're walking on their shoes untied they will actually tie that person's shoe and then they'll like hate that I even had an ISTJ one time clean my desk for me at my work because it just absolutely triggered her. I was kind of embarrassed, but at the same time, I knew it was Se Nemesis, so I just kind of like let her do it because it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, it's not really a priority for me. I mean, have I have Se Demon, so what do you expect? And she's like, I'm not gonna let you do this. I'm not gonna clean your desk, and she did. She cleaned it very thoroughly. Funnily enough, I like left that job two weeks later. But I mean, hey, it's a fun story. What am I gonna do? So Se Nemesis is very worried about the physical environment. Is very worried about her short-term memory. And uh, because of that, you know, sometimes she has, it ends up creating normalcy bias for the ISTJ and they have very slow reaction time. Whereas the INTJ has much higher reaction time and they are not at risk of having normalcy bias as a result. So that's one of the major differences between the two types. So we already talked about Ti Critic. We already talked about Fe uh, Trickster. Let's talk about uh, Ni Demon, which is their sense of willpower. Never, ever ask an ISTJ what they want. Only tell them what they should do. Only tell them what you want. Make it about what you want and what they should do. Obligate them to do things because that is how you motivate them. They need to be disciplined. If you're raising an ISTJ, discipline them. Whereas if you're raising an INTJ, give them choice, freedom of choice. Allow them to do what they want. They thrive on choice. Whereas the ISTJ, they thrive on should. And then you reward them for being dutiful, tell them that they're being honorable because introverted sensing hero is all about honor and duty, right? And they're being honorable and doing their duty. This is why SJs consistently because they have SI hero and SI parent are in the military because it's all about honor, right? Whereas INTJs, it's different. It's about what they want to do. It's about their willpower and what they're willing themselves through. Whereas the ISTJ is about what they are enduring, right? It's all about endurance with ISTJs. You have to obligate them. But if you make it about what they want, not good. So how do you avoid this? Always tell the ISTJ your intentions. Always tell them what you're going to do before you do it. That way they feel respected. That way they feel loved, right? That way they can always, you know, okay, hold on, let me figure out if that's gonna be a bad thing for you. Oh, okay, no, it's not gonna be a bad thing. I don't have to warn you, you're good to go, but thank you for telling me your intention. Oh, actually, please don't do that. That would make me feel unsafe. And not only that, it's gonna put you at risk. And that's, just, and I, that's too much risk. We can't do that. I'm not comfortable with that. No, no, no. But if you don't even do that for these people, if you don't even tell them your intentions, if you don't tell them what you're gonna do before you do it, guess what's gonna happen? their anti is gonna come out and then their INFJ super ego is going to come out and that INFJ is gonna completely own you. And it's going to use its own wisdom to destroy you and it will destroy your relationships. Your relationships will be completely blown up. You'll have no relationships left. Uh, they'll start telling, <laughs> rumors and spreading rumors and truths or half truths about you to other people. Again, destroying your relationships. They will literally want to do this. They will have the desire to do this. Not only that, they will destroy your physical environment. They will completely destroy everything you own. They will destroy your car. They will like, literally they will. <laughs> I've seen some ISTJ women really mad at their, at the husbands that they are no longer their husbands, literally slash their husband's tires. I have seen it with my own eyes, okay? That is a serious issue. And that's because that INFJ superego just gets, goes super sane, gets very ragey, insanely ragey, and just seeks to destroy the physical environment, especially the physical environment of that other person that they're really upset at. And it's like, okay, wow, if you're not gonna tell me what you want, now I'm gonna start wanting things. And believe me, you don't want me to want things. And that's literally what happens with the ISTJ when they go into their NI demon. So if you want to avoid NI demon, here's what I recommend. Always tell them your intentions. Always tell them what you're going to do before you do it. I have an ISTJ right now who's a really good friend of mine and uh, he's one of my advisors. He's a fantastic individual, super loyal, very process driven. Uh, very traditional, has this insane prescient capability to predict the future based on his analysis of past events because he's aware that history repeats itself. He's aware that all that has happened before will happen again. He is absolutely brilliant in that way and I love it. And you know what? I go out of my way to make sure that I keep him informed and I keep him in the loop on decisions that I make so that he can provide warnings to me Right, So you can make sure that I am behaving safely because it also keeps his safety in you know, awareness. And I'm not normally built for that because I'm an ENTP. If I was an ESTP, that would be more normal. But because I'm an ENTP, I have to emulate other functions like expert sensing. And I'm giving him a good experience by making sure that I am showing him what I'm doing before I do it. I do not sign a document without consulting him, for example. right? This is very important for ENTPs to learn, especially with ISTJs, because an ISTJ needs this information. If you keep information from out of the library of Alexandria, which is stupid, but if you wanna do that, you're literally shooting yourself in the foot. Make use of your ISTJs, they are brilliant people and they will save your ass, especially like when you don't think they can, guess what, they can and they will especially if like you know they're their your your lawyer or accountant or you know those things they're really dope about that. INTJs is different. INTJs, you need to tell them that you're comfortable with them and you need to tell them that they're giving you a good experience. You need to give them feedback for what they do because they just want to become better. They want to become a, that sharp tool that you use on a regular basis. They want to be the absolute best and most efficient tool and have every opportunity to finish what you start basically, and take it to the next level and improve it and and create strategies and implement those strategies and really just make sure that your army is running absolutely proper and uh, we're definitely going to be successful in the battlefield and we're gonna handle it. But if you take away those opportunities from them, from being able to execute and do these things for you and to strategize and have freedom of choice, (laughs) ha ha ha, their SI demon's gonna come out. Never ask an INTJ about their past. Do not initiate with them about their past. They need to willfully choose on their own to tell you about their past. So it's them initiating with you. You're not putting them on the spot. You could put the ISTJs on the spot and talk to them about their past. Just stay away with what they want. Whereas the INTJ make it all about what they want, right? And then allow them to initiate with you to talk about their past. Don't go delving into their past. That's the fastest way to get their demon out. And then you're completely screwed because the ISFJ will come out and then the, the ISFJ will believe it has absolute full justice to completely screw you over. You do not know vengeance and you do not know vindiction until you're dealing with ISFJ superego in demon mode. Don't do it. It's literally stupid absolutely stupid. They will feel so morally justified in destroying you and your life, your relationships, right? And completely owning your future and making sure you don't have a future because you took their future away because you did not involve them. You did not give them the feedback that they needed and saying, hey, this is a great experience, oh, This is not a good experience. This did not work. If you are not providing them feedback or adequate feedback, and then it ends up failing, guess what, it's on you because you did not give them the feedback that they need. INTJs need to have feedback on a regular basis, especially even results from the bedroom. How was your bedroom experience? We were definitely having some great sex there, but I kind of need to know some feedback from you. Well, guess what INFJs do the same thing, but it's even more important for INTJs because they're constantly trying to craft better bedroom strategies. And if you're intimate with an INTJ, you need to always provide them feedback. You need to tell them if you did have a good experience or a bad experience. You gotta be honest with them in that way. Stop being afraid of being honest, just tell them the truth because they need the truth so they can prove themselves and be better in time. Because guess what? The type that is all about continuous improvement, AKA Kaizen, guess what? Or Kaizen, I don't know. The point is, it is the INTJ type. It is literally the walking continuous improvement type. If you take away their opportunity to improve, the opportunity to finish things, the opportunity to do well, the opportunity to seek excellence, guess what? That means when they're working with you, you're going to fail. And then when you fail, they're gonna hold you responsible. You better not get upset because if you do get upset, their demon will activate. And because from their point of view, you are destroying their future. You are taking away their opportunities because you are being irresponsible with the advice and the assistance that they give you. Do not be that guy when it comes to INTJs. And I hope to God that I never devolve into that level with my INTJs. I love my INTJs and I am loyal to them and I always involve them in almost everything that I'm doing so that they understand and that they know and they're getting the feedback from me. And I know I'm really bad sometimes giving that feedback, but guess what? They go out of their way to give me such a good experience every single day that I have to be there and give them the feedback that they require. That way we can have an amazing relationship. That way we can have an amazing working relationship. That way we can have a great family or whatever we're doing, we will be successful because that's what it's all about. Both these types are amazing. Find out which one you are. Check out the temperament matrix or the type grid. Um, You can get the type grid from my website. I'm about to re-release it with like a whole bunch of new content and then also uh, watch season two and season 15 to learn how to use it properly, so. Anyway, that concludes this lecture. Uh, Tonight, season 11, episode five, uh, how do ISTJs compare to INTJs? If you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, insightful, enlightening, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and on the podcast. Leave a like while you're at it and also leave a comment if you have any questions about ISTJs or INTJs below uh, in the description. I will be uh, there like I am every day to answer those comments. Don't forget, we have our book giveaway subscribe, like, and comment if you want a copy of People Patterns by Stephen Montgomery, PhD. We're doing another round of the giveaway for that. And uh, if you haven't joined our Discord server to gain access to our live streams and when we are going to be doing our live streams and when we're doing our Q&A sessions to be able to drop your questions uh, in the uh, Q&A channel within the Discord server, the link is below in the description. And if you want to get involved with our meetup groups The link is also below in the description. I may put up a meetup group for Denver because I'm going to Denver this week. Not sure yet, but we'll see how that goes. Um, Otherwise, I think that's everything. So, awesome. Got many more of these to do. So I'll see you guys tonight.